Yeah, we're good to go, boys. We're rolling. All right, awesome. So uh, welcome to the Right Now Show. Today we got Tanner Barr. I have no idea who he is. I just met him today. Yeah. But uh, Jake said he was a bad motherfucker, so we yeah. to have him on the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know I've seen Tanner around. Um, we, we were good friends with Ben. Yeah. Ben, ben Hicks in, uh, in high school. And we played sports together. We played. Uh, I played for Bangor. He played for Penargel, um, which is like a rival like a little rival. I never got into that th that whole thing. Uh, no, I never really fully kind of yeah. dove into that. Yeah. Because like I live so close to Penargel and I had so many friends yeah. in Penargel, so I was like, eh, whatever. Oh, absolutely. But I haven't seen I haven't seen Tanner in a long time, and uh, me and Zach were just looking for like new people yeah. to uh, interview, and I, we we saw your Instagram, and I thought about it. I was like, yeah, this dude's definitely gonna be a good good fit for us yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm happy to be on it. It's uh, it's exciting. I've always wanted to do a podcast. Uh, definitely, I mean, this kind of came to fruition like out of nowhere. So I was like, sure, let's do it. Well, hell yeah, bro. So you do, uh, you do CrossFit, right? Do that's your CrossFit. big thing. Yeah, now it is. I mean, powerlifting, football stuff, like that's like typical bench, deadlift, squat, typical like three things. That's pretty much it. Um, I kind of went out on a whim one day over the summer and I was like, I want to try CrossFit. I always watched it like later through college and we had like a rowing machine like in our gym. Um, but we didn't have like anything else that was like CrossFit oriented. Um, so I, w I started rowing and stuff and I, I like rowing, I wasn't bad at it. And then, you know, progressively you get better at stuff, you try more. Um, and so one day over summer I was like, that's it, I'm gonna sign up for a gym. It was just out of nowhere, I was like, I wanna try it. And they signed me up and I've been doing it ever since. Yeah. So, love it. Uh, down in Easton, it's off, you know where Braden's airport is? Yeah, it's like literally down the street. There's an auto body shop. It's to the if you're looking at two T's, it's to the yeah, left. I've been there. Yes. I've been. I took some classes there before. Yeah. Um, I've probably taken like 20 CrossFit classes. Okay. Um, it's fucking br brutal, bro. Yeah. Like, it's it's not like you have to be great at anything. You just have to be really good at like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, like they crown like the CrossFit champion, like the fittest guy on earth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Literally. It's crazy. Nice. So you have to be able to run. You got to be able to lift. You got to be able to do like high intensity cardio training it's all yeah. that stuff oh it's huge i think that's why i like it so much is because i wasn't good at, at like any of that really like i didn't i was good at some of it like primarily like the lifting with like the football background and stuff but like when it came to cardio or like gymnastics stuff like that i was like a you know a small fish in a big pond again so it was like i was kind of thrown to the wolves and i had to figure it out and um i had a lot of great mentors and like people who worked around me at the gym so i was able to learn from them but uh but yeah so we're going. Fuck I mean, it's like literally being like a hybrid athlete, like Nick mm -hmm. Bear. I don't know if you know who Nick Bear is. Yeah, I, it, you said I get their supplements. Oh, you do? Uh, uh, yeah, BDM. Nick Bear supplements. Yeah, yeah. 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 sponsor us at this point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. All right. So, um, what's Tanner Bar doing today? Today, today was actually an off day. Yeah. Yeah. Today, uh, today was an off day, um, and just kind of. CrossFit's tough with, it's a lot on your body, like a lot of different moving parts. Um, and to have an off day was nice. And I was excited for this, so that's why I took off. Yeah. Usually I'll do like, not an off day, but usually I'll do like rehab, you know, like stuff for my knees, my shoulders, stuff like that. All of like the small things that I don't usually cover on like a big training day. Um, so like I'll cover that on usually like a Thursday or like a Sunday. Um, but yeah, today's today's an off day. How about the people that kind of like bag on CrossFit a little bit? Because there is kind of like that community out there. Oh, They're yeah. like, yo, you guys don't do real reps. Like you guys like kip and shit like that. Like <laughs> yeah. what do you have to say to those um, people? It's, 
I'm kind of like a middleman. I don't. I definitely don't like to pick sides. Obviously, I'm a little more biased towards CrossFit, right? Yeah. Um, but then, I would love to be able to deadlift 900 pounds. Like that'd be awesome. But like, for what I want to do, like that's not ideal. Um, but then I'd also like to be able to do like gymnastics and stuff like that. So like, people, I don't know. Uh, I'd say it's a. I'm kind of like divided down the middle with like who's right, who's not. Cause like strong man, I love that stuff. Like, and like, yeah. that's, that's a factor in CrossFit, like to an extent. Um, so like you need to have like definitely the basics of like what the, like the strong guys do. And then you need like the gymnastics, you need the light stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I know the whole rep thing, especially with like pull-ups and stuff and like the kipping, all that stuff. That's a big, like, red flag i'd say with like I mean, other people, people like, well like go to one crossfit class and that's then, what i was gonna say and then like Just you'll have so it. much respect for yeah, like, exactly all those guys because it's fucking hard yeah and ever since i've been doing crossfit like when we like especially like for football in college like you'd hit like a big set of squat or bench or something you'd have like two three minutes in between the set it was lovely right like you're not out of breath you're barely sweating like you're doing and then, like now i've seen like the total opposite side of it and you're like you're sweating in between sets. You can barely catch your breath. Then you're expected to go into the next movement. You're, it's just, it's honestly like organized chaos. Um, and being able to like think through that and like complete a workout, there's a lot of more of a, I guess of like a game plan. I mean, I know I understand people have game plans for like the regular lifting and stuff, but like being able to strategize and being strategic about how you're gonna approach a workout and like pacing and stuff like that. Um, that's a huge part of it too, so. Yeah. So I remember uh, I took a, I took a CrossFit class. I think it was at Savage Wolverine yeah, or something exactly. like that in Nazareth, and uh, it was like the second class I went to. And at the end of the workout, everyone was on the ground, just like breathing, huffing, and puffing. Yeah. Like that's just, just to put it in perspective. Yeah. Like it's, everyone was exhausted to the point where they couldn't even get up. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Uh, there are days where I do miss like the powerlifting workouts just because like you're not out of breath. Um, <laughs> there's a ton of rest between sets and stuff. Uh, just like little things, but. I don't know. I don't think I'd trade it. So. So let's uh, walk us through like your training regimen, um, like even that, just like day to day, what like what you try to focus on with your training, and um, also even like nutrition. Okay. Um. So I'll re I'll rewind a little. So I didn't understand CrossFit when I first showed up. Uh, I showed up and, you know, I was I wouldn't say my diet was great. Um, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't anything to like, oh yeah, like, all right, follow this. Uh, so I showed up and I had like pre a pretty average diet. Um, and I did that for roughly like four months. And then, so like the programming that came with like my membership to the gym, that was just, they would send us workouts, stuff to do like progressions. And we'd do that day in and day out. So usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, their training days, Thursday, <clears throat> that was an off day. Um, and then like you could use that for like rehab, other stuff you wanted to do, like small stuff, maybe another workout, just like a recovery day kind of. Friday was another training day. Saturday was another training day. And then Sunday was a recovery day. I didn't do anything Sunday. Um, that was just kind of like my time to like decompress, kind of just let myself, you know, sink into a couch like this, not do anything. Um, however, moving forward, the start of the new year, um, I was like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm getting better, but, like, I could be better. Um, and actually, one of the people I met when I first went to my gym was my first grade teacher, who is a, she's been to the CrossFit Games for the past five years. Wow. And I, I completely, I didn't recognize her at all. 
And I was like, like, holy shit, like, you don't even look like you anymore. And she's like, yeah. And so like, she would see me like working out and she'd be like, Hey, like you're good at this. Like we can work on this stuff like that. So she would help me along the way, along with like some of the other guys and girls at the gym. And, uh, they would, they were like, well, all right. And her big thing was, we need to get you eating right. And she, I would like tell her like what I'm eating and stuff like that. And then she's like, all right, well, let's write up a meal plan. So that started like the new year, right? It was like, I guess like a new year's resolution. Um, so I started eating right. Um, not, I wouldn't say even like perfectly, but just a lot cleaner. Um, and that really played a role in me like losing weight and then just gaining where I kind of fell off to start. Um, so a bunch of progressions have happened over, I'd say from the new year to now. Um, definitely, I think definitely from eating, um, you know, and you guys know, like with running and stuff and like working out, when you eat clean, you feel clean, like you work out clean, everything, it runs in unison, right? Um, yeah. And, um, so doing that, like I saw like this, like obviously like this upward trend of how like my performance felt, how I felt, right? Just like energy levels overall. Um, and so I was like, all right, well I like this. And so I kept it going and like, I still do it. Like, yeah, I fall off every once in a while with like missing meals and stuff like that, but that's life. Um, but needless to say, like, it's been pretty regimented with like what I eat. Like I've eaten the same breakfast every morning, I think for the past, what are we in October for the past like eight months, uh, five eggs, half an avocado and an English muffin. So, yeah. So every morning, um, that was my breakfast. And I'd usually have, uh, like a piece of fruit, like a banana, an apple. I usually do like uh, like two of like those protein yogurts and then I have like four rice cakes and then that's like my mid-morning snack and then I have eight ounces of chicken um, and then 45 grams of carbs whether it was like a tortilla wrap rice I'm not a huge rice fan so I had to break it up uh, and then for dinner I would eat the same thing I would eat chicken and rice and then have a protein shake following a workout um, and then like I'd get like a raisin bagel at night and that would be like my sweet treat so I had to break it I had to I had to yeah, I had to find I had to find the balance somewhere. Um, but yeah, as far as training goes, um, I'd say to start, I wasn't used to like the five days because it does. It's more you know you go in you like your power lifters. It's like okay, we're gonna focus on one body part today. Like my first few workouts, we were squatting, we were doing pull ups, we were doing it was every like I was running and I was out of breath. It was like the whole mind. So I was like okay. Um, and I'd probably say up to like three months ago, like I've like fully, not recovered, but I guess fully like adapted to how my body would feel during the week and how I'm going to use it and like what I need yeah, to do to prepare. Yeah, no. And um, the one thing I definitely, um, mobility with CrossFit is a huge thing. Um, and it's one thing I didn't really focus on. I actually did focus on that a lot during COVID because like everyone was stuck home. So I was like, all right, well, I'll become more flexible or do That's something. Like wow. Stretching, range of motion, it's huge. Um, and being able to be mobile, you know, and like do all that stuff, be able to move well. Because um, like there's a lot of like overhead movements in CrossFit when it comes to like the snatch, clean and jerk. And if you have like tight shoulders, tight lats, like that's going to restrict a lot of movement overhead. Um, so just focusing like on that stuff after like a workout, just eating like, you know, Theragun, stuff like that. I see you guys do like the cold bath and stuff. Um, our gym doesn't have a sauna. I wish it did, but it doesn't. And uh, 
but like stuff like that, just like what you can do. And it's only like 15 minutes a day. We usually do it at the end of every workout. And it's just like, it's just like, all right, 15 minutes now, you're going to feel that much better tomorrow. So like training's not going to suck as much. You're not going to be a sore, stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, training, training's moving in the right direction. I like I'm it. Like... Now I'm curious, like uh, Tanner before CrossFit and Tanner now, like what, what has changed in your mindset? Like your mental game probably has elevated so much between times. Yeah, I'd say a lot of it. So with football in college, um, I love playing football, um, but it wasn't like as I got older, it was kind of weird. It was like, yeah, like you're excited to go off to college, you're playing college football, you're like, whatever. All right. Um, I played at Moravian. It was only D3. So I was like, and I wasn't like great. I was good enough to play D3, but that was it. Um, but like, it was fun to start. Then like sophomore year was okay. And then junior year and then like senior year with COVID, like it really like diminished like my competitiveness. And it was like, okay, well, like there's gotta be something that I can find that I can compete in. Like, and I found CrossFit just through my, my latter years of college and just like watching videos and then watching people at the games and stuff like that. And um, my years in college is when Matt Frazier was on his big run. He's a huge, I mean, I think he's the best to ever do it. People would say otherwise, but whatever. Ben Smith was good. So Rich Froning, Rich yeah. Froning's a monster. He, uh, yeah, he yeah. won like four years in a row in individuals and then he still competes and he wins teams every year. So he's, yeah, he's, he's just a freak of an athlete. Um, Frazier won five years in a row and that was like, he's the best to ever do it. And then the girl, like the, female side tia claire Toomey. she's like she's going i think for like her seventh title in a row she's just a monster um again they're like these just freak hybrid athletes they train like monsters and like again crossfit like when you're at that level and you're getting sponsored by like the bpns like all rogue all those big brands like that's your job so it's like there's no fun weekends and like matt fraser said like he was throwing away like a ton of his like social life he wouldn't go to like friends weddings stuff like that and he was so down to like every day and like disciplining himself and like body work recovery oh, for the next day nice. oh it was huge um yeah definitely not there with me because i like to go out and have fun do all that fun stuff but um the mindset was definitely probably from football to working out like after college and i was like okay like something's missing and then i found crossfit and i was like okay like you can compete and like after a workout we'd put our scores in and so doing that, like starting, like I was always on the bottom of the leaderboard and I hated it. Like I hate losing. I can't stand it. Whether it's a board game, uh, I don't know, like a race around the house, something like that. Like, and then when it comes to, and I love working out. So when it would come to a workout and I wouldn't succeed, I'd be like, okay, what can I do to get better? How can I, how, what does it take to be number one? And so learning through the mentors I've had at the gym and stuff like that, like just like the little like knickknacks, how to approach a workout, stuff like that. Um, it's kind of come full circle into like the whole idea of CrossFit and like what you need as a well-rounded athlete rather than just be like strong in like one thing. <clears throat> um, I'd say definitely the competitiveness, like the competitiveness is definitely, that was the mind shift, um, that I needed, that I had over the course of before CrossFit and after CrossFit. Now, what do you do for work? Are you, or are you just going to school right now? So I go to grad school. Um, I actually do an online program out through GCU. It's all online. Um, but I'm a special education teacher at Colonial Academy. Gotcha. Um, awesome. Was there like a lot of challenges with that as far as the schooling and stuff like that? 
with so I graduated from Moravian with a degree in psych okay. and uh, my minor was business management. I use absolutely none of that now. Um, I was going to be a school counselor, so I actually, I actually did a year of uh, grad school at Centenary, and um, I got a teaching job, and I loved it. So I was like, okay, well, in order to be a teacher in PA, you need a master's degree. So I was like, and I, I'm not even, I'm not even qualified to be a teacher, so they emergency certified me. So I was like, okay, well, I need a master's. So I found this program through a friend, and uh, they recommended it, and they were like, you know, it's a lot on your own time, um, <clears throat> and it's kind of fallen where I needed it to with like training and stuff. And, um, I'd say that was another thing. Cause when I was going to be a school counselor, uh, I had, it was a set program and it wasn't like, uh, like do it on your own time. It was okay. We have class here. This is due this day and like stuff like that. And like, that's how it is kind of now, but like, we don't have like online class. Whereas I was stuck in class on certain days and like that would, it would be like right after school. So I got out at like two forty-five. class would be at like four to six. And like that, I'm at the gym at 3.30 every day to train. And so like that would throw such a wrench in my train and I'd get like, I'd get frustrated. And I'd be, I'd just be a miserable like mess all day because I was like, all right, I didn't get to work out today. And that was like a huge like dip in my, like, oh, it was awful. I can't stand it. <laughs> that like, stand it. that like CrossFit training and going through, you know, those insanely hard workouts every day, yeah. you know, taking that mindset, does it apply to anything else in life? Like, you know, going through school or just like your day-to-day -day life? Yeah, definitely. Cause it's like, I mean, there's workouts that suck. I'm sure like running, like there's a point where you hit every, like maybe it's not, every day is not going to be a great day running, right? Every day is not going to be a great workout. Yeah. And they, it sucks. And there's certain days where like, okay, well, I'm going to just do, I'll do it like one more time and like see where it gets you. Um, and putting yourself in, I think in those situations and doing stuff you don't want to do kind of trains you to do other things you don't necessarily want to do. And so like, maybe I have like, I don't know, an assignment due late at night, but I'm tired, I want to go to bed, and I'm like, well, I did this, so, all right, I'll suck it up and do that. So it kind of, I think it kind of permeates into different areas of your life, like doing the things you don't want to do, um, and I think that just kind of builds an overall stronger foundation for you as a person and, like, your character overall. Yeah, so, life. definitely, yeah, and life is, you know, some wins, a lot of losses, yeah. So it's like, all right, like you might as well get used to losing, doing stuff you don't like because you're going to be doing it for however long. <laughs> exactly. That's facts, man. Definitely. All right, so uh, what are your current goals right now and um, what are some potential ones? Ooh, that's a tough one. Current goals. Um, finish grad school. That's one right now. Um, and honestly, just keep working out, keep doing like local competition, stuff like that. Um, a future goal would obviously be to make it to the CrossFit Games. That'd be like, that's like top tier. Uh, is that what you see? Yeah, how hard is that in like perspective? Um, like very hard, like not hold a job and work out hard, like work out two, three times a day hard. Um, and like that, like kind of rewinding to what I said, like, but people who are sponsored by like, and they get like the meals sent to them, all that stuff. Like that takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Um, and them being able to train two, three times a day, double sessions, all that stuff, having access to the recovery they need to be better the next day, that all contributes and that's why they're there consistently on a, like a day-to-day -day basis. And like when they're at the games, like they perform how they do. Um, and there's some people that are just like freaks in nature that don't necessarily need all of it. And they're just like, they're just literally like built different. Um, yeah, it's, and it's tough. Um, 
But yeah, the games is definitely like a future goal. Will I ever get there? I don't know. I, would I love to? Absolutely. I think it'd be such an experience to go just to like be surrounded with the amount of people that are there with all the hard work they put in. Cause like I follow a ton of them on social media and like I see everything that they do. Um, and it'd just be, I don't know, that would be like a dream come true. What do you think's between you and getting to the games? Um, probably a lot, probably like quit my job. <laughs> um, I would probably say I'm a disciplined athlete, but I could be more disciplined. I think I lack discipline in like certain areas of uh, life. Like I like going out on the weekend, stuff like that. I like to have, you know, the balance. Um, and as much as it is, I admire the guys who like don't do any of that. And like, but it shows and like their effort, it pays off and they're the people at the CrossFit game. So like, I can't be upset with where I'm at just because of the decisions I make. Um, and I understand that trade-off. So in order for me to get there, I'd have to sacrifice some things. I was gonna say, but that's big that you actually understand that yourself, because yeah. a lot of people wouldn't understand that, no. and they're like, well, why am I getting, not getting yeah, the results no. that I want to yeah. get? And yeah, you're not gonna get the results you don't work for. So it's like, yeah, I can, I can say, oh yeah, I'll go to the games, but if I'm, you know, out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm blowing training off, and my training shed, my training sessions are shitty, it's like, well, you're not really helping yourself get there. So, but yeah, to understand that, it's definitely different i don't think most people do um there's always like an excuse but like i mean life's life like yeah sure make an excuse but eventually it's going to come back to bite you in the ass so all right so let's uh let's bring it back a little bit i kind of want to talk about like uh your childhood like how like where did you grow up and describe your, how your childhood was okay um well according to the gps five minutes from here <laughs> uh yeah right down the road um and Dada's development. Well, uh, two streets down from Ben. Two streets down from Ben. Yep. Wait, you live there the whole time? Mm-hmm. Every time we hang out, I just walk through the yards and I go up to his house. Oh, We'd be no playing way. football, basketball. Yeah. That's in Penargel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. He. I mean, you know where There's Ben's house. Yeah. So we were like, it was. It's my house, the next house over. So it's my house. And then two houses down, past them, that's the cutoff to Bangor. So, like, I was almost in Bangor. Um, childhood, growing up, um, definitely an active kid. I mean, played sports my entire life. Um, parents were, like, super involved and supportive of me and my brother playing sports. Um, but, you know, baseball, football. And, like, they, they made us try everything, um, which I don't regret because, obviously, I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am today without like being able to try different things um, <clears throat> but yeah pretty pretty active lifestyle as a kid growing up um, love sports um, love hanging out with friends um, wasn't necessarily the best at every sport I played but just loved playing them um, <clears throat> but other than that yeah I don't know pretty active lifestyle I'd say nothing like too I guess drastic. That kind of followed me throughout, you know, elementary school, middle school, and then eventually high school. And then high school is like where you branch out a little because they offer more sports, stuff like that. Um, definitely wasn't like the smartest kid in my class. Um, again, didn't put the effort in to be the smartest kid in my class. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, but I, my grades were fine. I got into college, you know, graduated the whole, the whole did the gamut. Um, but yeah, I'd say just between like, you know, living an active lifestyle. Um, and I think one thing that helped me growing up is that with like being competitive is like, so 
my younger brother Tad. He's two years younger than me. Um, like just like sibling rivalry with stuff, and like us being able to be hard on one another. Like and like there'd be sometimes where like I'd just like beat the shit out of him, and then like there's sometimes where he'd just freak out, and I would laugh, and he'd try and beat the shit out of me, and it's just like <laughs> stuff like that. It's like little nuances like that happen early in life. They kind of you know they have those like ripple effects like later. Um, but yeah, sibling rivalry I'd say uh, definitely helped us, and we fell on each other as a big support system, like me and him, and I know like, and everyone's family's different. Everyone has different relationships. So like no judgment, but like me and him, we were never like the relationship of brothers that like ever fought. Like, so like he would, maybe he'd be down about something one day. I wouldn't just like kick it off to the side and be like, all right, figure it out yourself. Like I'd ask him like, Hey, what do you need? Like, how can I help you? And it was vice versa. Um, so between me and him, like we were able to fall on each other for like support systems, like growing up. So that was huge because we'd struggle essentially with the same things if we were helping one another out. Um, so that was having him as like a brother and like a best friend. That was huge. Um, and then my parents, they were great with helping me um, kind of growing up and like realizing that you need to, it was nothing was ever given to us as kids. It was more of like, okay, like we'll like, here's the opportunity. But like, once you're there, you need to earn it. So it's like, nothing's handed to you. And it's like, I couldn't be more thankful for how I was raised. And because that's how the world we're living in today is it's like a lot of, I mean, I don't want to say that, but a lot of people are like, Oh, well, a lot of people want things handed to them. It's like, well, you didn't put, again, you didn't put the work in, so it's not going to come to you. So it's like, and that's something that's been instilled between me and my brother. Um, and so putting in the work to get where you go. And then when you finally succeeded something, it's like that much more rewarding. Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps it up for childhood and stuff like that. Facts. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. Seems like you had a pretty good uh, support system and like yeah, you and your brother, like you guys are both competitive. Yeah. And you guys both like yeah. back and forth with like oh, yeah. whatever. You like, yeah. play back, like back, backyard yeah. football, Absolutely. like stuff like that. Wiffle ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it's awesome. better now because... I mean, and he's the little brother, but he's bigger than me now. So it's like, I don't really have like the big... Wait, your brother's bigger than you? Yeah, he's right six... He's six one, like one ninety. I weigh more than him, but he's taller than me. Um, yeah, he plays. Uh, he plays football. Up, he he plays football up at Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Like where Richie Smith went. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. What does he play? Receiver. Wide receiver. I didn't know that. Wow. Damn. Good for him. So you said uh, like you're just like a like an outdoors type person, like just like out like being active and yeah, stuff. Like what kind of him. hobbies do you do? Like. I'd say, well, CrossFit, working out, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, hobbies. Love the golf. Yeah. I suck at it, but I love yeah, the golf. It's, it's, Absolutely horrible. It's tough. Um, it it's is. So but it's, it's so fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, what's so fun about it? Um, honestly, like, for me, I, I like getting out there with um, just, like, your really good friends. Yeah. And if you all suck at one thing, yeah. it's good to, like, not if you can't you just make fun of each other. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like... You just like bond together because yeah. you guys all suck at the oh, yeah. same thing, yeah. and you just fuck with each other the whole time. Like you guys, right. you can drink if you want, smoke cigars, like yeah. however way you know you, yeah, you golf. Break it down anyway. Right. Um, Plus, there's always room for improvement, so you can always get better. Literally in golf, like there's no one that's like perfect, hits a perfect shot ever. Well, I mean, some for like the pros, but like me, never. My friends never. Like it's yeah, golf. Um, hanging out with my friends from college, hanging out with my friends from home. Um, it's always nice to see my friends from home because, like, you know, once high school ends, you go different ways for college and stuff. Everyone has their own, like, some kids don't even go to college. They do trade school, whatever it is, military, stuff like that. Um, and life gets hectic. So 
being able to kind of come back to your roots and where you were raised and see the guys you grew up with. Like, I love that. Um, then again, branching off and going to college, um, the friends I met in college, they'll be my friends for the rest of my life. Um, they will like, they're great. Love them all. There's about 15 of us that just, we all play football together at some point. Not everyone lasted the all four years, but at some point we were all on the football field. Um, and I love them all to death. Wouldn't trade them for the world. I probably, most of them will probably be in my wedding one day. So I'm looking forward to that. Are you in the, are you in like the party scene at all? Yeah. Love the party. Yeah. Um, college parties, going out to the bars well, and stuff. Not, I graduated <laughs> college, so college parties, they can have them. Um, but yeah, I like going out with my friends. Um, um, we'll usually go out on the weekends. Usually it's like, I try to refrain from going out on Fridays because we do train on Saturdays. Um, I have trained hungover before and it just feels like I'm going to pass out. It's absolutely horrendous. Um, so I try to refrain from going out on Friday nights. Plus like just with like my schedule and not like that. It's like a super rigid schedule, but I like to, I like to be punctual with like when I do things and like, structured. yeah, structure is definitely the word. Um, I've noticed that when I don't, and it kind of almost sounds selfish when I don't do things when I'm supposed to do them and it like, I don't want to say works out for me, but like kind of works out for me. I get frustrated. Like I'm up at the same time every morning. I'm down eating breakfast at the same time every morning. Like I'm off to school. I'm there every day by 6.45. Day starts at 7.15, 2.45, the day ends. Um, ideally, I'd like to be out the door every day at 2.45. That doesn't happen. Um, so like that's something I'm working on and learning with like, okay, I need to be able to adjust. Everything's not going to go perfect in life. So you got to sometimes just go with the flow and figure things out as you're going. Um, and I've noticed that a lot this year because I've taken on more responsibilities being a teacher um, that I'm not getting to the gym every day at 3.30. Um, and so, like, sometimes, like, I'll have to, like, almost, like, rush a warm-up to get into the lift. And then, my, like, my lifts don't feel great and stuff like that. And, like, workouts don't feel great. Um, it is. And they do add up, especially, like, on a daily basis and then over time eventually. Um but yeah, and so like Friday, like when it when Friday rolls around, like I'm fucking, I'm dead ass tired, and like honestly, like some nights I'm like I don't even want to go out. Like I could fall asleep at eight o'clock, wake up for training the next morning, and then, sure, Saturday night we can go do something fun. That that like that's great. We hang out. Maybe we'll go golf during the day, and then we'll go out at night. Um, and then Sunday usually, if I don't go out Saturday, it's rest and recovery. Or Sunday I'm usually hungover in bed and just doing something to nurse the life back into me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, trainings, like, yeah. Any like funny, uh, yeah. like party stories? Oh, <laughs> funny, yeah. Appropriate, no. Um, <laughs> well, you can keep it PG or yeah. PG 13, you don't have to share the whole story. But from college, from okay, um, oh god, uh, okay. So, two now, maybe I want to say my junior, my junior year of college, um. The girl I was dating at the time, she let us use um, her condo in South Carolina. So she was, our original plan was to go, um, she was going to bring like two or three girlfriends. I was going to bring like two or three of my buddies and we were going to go down for a week for spring break. Uh, so I think like two days or like a day, like literally I think the night before the trip, her girlfriends backed out of the trip. So... Our plan was to drive, I think it was nine or like 11 hours to South Carolina. We were going to Myrtle Beach. Um, and 
so this is like the night before. So now there's two spots open on the trip and I have three of my friends already coming plus me and then her. So she was like, well, can you think of anyone else? So I like, like last minute, I was like, okay, like I need two people to go to this trip. And like, it was late night. I was like, all right, like we're le like literally leaving in six hours. Like, do you want to go? Um, so we're driving, like we, they're like, sure, whatever, fuck it. So we send it all the way down to South Carolina, I don't know, 11 hours, right? We get there um, and we're spending the week there. And it's, it's, I think it's like our spring break in college was like March. So it wasn't like completely warm yet in South Carolina. Um, so we couldn't really go to the beach. We couldn't really like hang out by the pool because it would get cloudy. The wind would blow, it'd be freezing. So I was like, all right, uh, all right. So we're like, Honestly, and it, a lot of it just reverted back to, like, drinking in the room and, like, doing, like, the hotel activities they had. Um, like, the, I don't, I don't know what they're called, the, uh, like, the activity manager, like, the people, like, the activity planner who does, like, all the yeah, stuff. Yeah. We were doing, like, mimosas every morning with, like, bingo with, like, old people. And, like, there was, like, tequila, like, tastings or, like, whiskey tastings, stuff like that. Um, and then we got to know this bartender at the pool bar. Really nice. His name, man, man's name was Rick. Rick poured a strong double. Uh, so Rick, uh, Rick did, Rick helped us out a lot. And, uh, so needless to say the trips, you know, we're, I think we're roughly like midway through the trip. Um, and we meet this group of girls that's down there. I was like, Hey, like, let's go talk to them. Like this can be like your f girl, female. And her. Cause like, it was just her, like my girlfriend at the time. And then five football players and one, but it was her, it was her apartment. So I was like, Oh, great. Um, so she acted as like all of our girlfriends for like the entire trip, which I thought was hysterical. So like my friends would like wake up in the morning and be like, hey babe, and it was just like weird. I didn't care. Um, I got like, I actually got like a kick out of it. And uh, so we met them and we're like, hey, like we started hanging out. They came over to our place one night and then uh, it was, I think one day they were like, we, we went and got drinks by the pool and then we were like, oh, like let's go out to dinner later. So we went to, uh, what's the place where they you walk in they give you like the bib and then they write the uh they put the big hat on your head and they write like something super insulting but you can't see it and all the people around you can read it i forget the name of it oh it's hysterical so they like they wrote like something super insulting um like i think my one buddy had like oh the joke's not the joke's not on my hat it's in my pants so i'm like that like he couldn't see that but it was written to everyone else um so like we're reading these and going around and like it's just hysterical. So we eat dinner and we go to um we go to like some bar afterwards for like a drink or two. And then we're there. Um and then we go we start walking and um we find ourselves at a certain club and you know, we're inside and uh my one friend, you know, decides to <laughs> whatever, go to the back and uh it's with uh, another yeah with another individual uh, and um yeah Wait. individual <laughs> and um it's he, i don't know i want to say like it's it goes on to be like an hour like and like uh, we don't see him right uh he we leave we don't leave we like go to walk out of like the building and i get a call from him and he's like like frantic on the phone like like breathing heavily like you can hear it in his voice i'm like dude just breathe like what's going on now meanwhile like we're with girls we just met it's me four of my other buddies he is nowhere to be found and my girlfriend at the time 
he's like, dude, it was like, he's like, it was like $40, a, $40 a song. He's like, he was like, it was like $40 a song. He's like, they told me I couldn't leave or I had to pay. And he's like, he's like, so I ran. So he ran out of the back of the building, blew through like some door exit and just ran across this like big double lane highway and into this development. He's like, I have no clue where I am. And he was hammered. He was like, I have no clue where I am. He's like, you guys got to find me. So there we are. Uh, I don't know, an 11 person search party running across the highway at like 12 at night. And just, we all like break up into teams and just go looking for people or looking for this one kid. And, uh, we hear like this rustling in like the bushes and here he is. He's like caught on like a chain link fence. It's like halfway down because he tried to hop it and it got oh, caught in his pants. And he's in like, and it's not like a regular bush. It's like all these like dead broken down trees and like all these vines hanging down. And he literally looks like he just broke out of prison. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, and he's he like, hanging, like, off, like his it was like, no, it was like a, I don't know. I'd say like a, fence like this high and like someone maybe like kicked in like one of the middle pieces and it like it was part of it like tipped over but he tried to get over and it like caught his pants or something <laughs> so we we finally get him in an uber and we're headed back to the place and he's like frantic he's like oh my god i spent so much money he's like i lost like six hundred dollars i was like dude i was like what on earth did you do so he calls his bank card he's like you gotta freeze my account he's like what i just did was not me even though it was and so i don't know it was one in the morning, so I don't think anyone answered. And he ended up, I think, losing like four or 500 bucks to whatever. And uh, that was that. And so that was like one of the, I'd say probably one of the craziest ones I've been a part of. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I had, there's other ones. So what was the reason why he ran again? Because he didn't have enough money? Yeah, he didn't have enough money. I guess he didn't have enough money or he just like, he didn't want to pay that amount. Like right. that's what was like, they were like, okay, like this is like your bill. They probably scared the shit out of him though because he was like, oh, I don't really want to do this. Yeah. And they were like, well, no, you have to pay this. Yeah. Like you and have to do this. He was like, see ya. And he's not, he was one of our old tackles. He's not a small dude. He's yeah. like six He's 6'5", like, oh he was probably 6'5", 260 at the time. He was a big cat. And so he's just taking off, running through neighborhoods. Like, I'd be, like, alarmed seeing this in, like, my backyard. Um, but, yeah, so that was uh, that was one for the books, definitely. That's That rung a bell right away. That's kind of crazy because we had something really similar. Pretty similar. Like, actually yeah. really, really Not similar. Not as bad as that, though. We didn't, we... Well, it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, like cartels. You didn't let me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We, we're, we went we're to Cancun. Mexico, yeah. Yeah. Same thing, but like it wasn't as much. It wasn't like four, four, four or five hundred bucks, and it was kind of BS. I think I don't know though. A little bit. They kind of, like they saw that we were like super hammered, so yeah. they just kind of like try to take advantage of us. Advantage. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, our friend Drew, he uh, he had a little. He didn't remember anything, <laughs> and um, they were like trying to say you know he owed like it was like thirty dollars a drink. Yeah, which is. Absolutely. Well, like you, they ask you, like, you can buy yourself a drink for 30 bucks or you can buy the stripper a $30 drink and, they, you know, you can get stuff from her. Yeah. And it was a very shady, like, really shady place. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, like, it was in, like, a back alley. Like, that's how you get there. Like, I don't even know why we went there. We didn't even have any credit cards. We no. Went with, like, maybe, like, $100 cash, like, yeah. each. I th Yeah. No, no. I didn't. I had no cash. I had no money. Yeah, so we were just stranded with no money. They didn't let us leave. And then, like, we had to give a phone up. I gave my phone to them. <laughs> 
like, because they needed assurance that we were going to come back. He was like, yeah, give me your phone. I was like, <laughs> So I gave him my phone. <laughs> we went out. And we had to go to a taxi. And each, each, each way is like 20 bucks. So yeah. I think we only had like 20 bucks or yeah. whatever it was. So we, we had to go back. Drew was like almost fought all of us. Yeah. <laughs> he almost fought all of us. Yeah. He was yeah. so hammered. Yeah. But like, yeah, that, it's literally really just similar to that. Cause that was scary. That was scary yeah, we got your fuck. phone back, though. Yeah, we you got know, it back. Somehow, somewhere. We were good to go. Yeah, it was only like, I think it was like 100 bucks. Yeah. Okay. We, he said like 90 bucks, and then I gave him like 100, and he was like $10 for being a dick. I went, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Okay, it was yeah. like, I tried to like help you, because yeah. Drew was going to kill you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wanted to run. I, I, like, I knew. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, you like, did. No, no, don't do that here. No, because yeah. Drew was not going to leave. He was yeah, going to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had like bodyguards like holding him back and stuff. Mm -hmm. See, I think, I think that's scarier because you're not nice. on U.S. soil. It's like the guy who owned the club. He's got big, big Cuban, yeah. and uh, it just kind of looked a little sketchy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, I don't want to fuck with these. Yeah. I'm good. I don't want to end up in a ditch or in jail. Yeah. Especially in Mexico. Like speaking of ditches, um, last no two cinco de mayo's ago was. Our, was our senior year in college, so we went out for margaritas. Um, class ended at like 2.30. We were on the border by like 4. Yeah, like just doubles for like a good three hours, and it ended ugly. Um, came back, threw up before I went to the bar, um, and then went to the bar, drank whatever, I don't know, probably like a beer or so. I probably, not much, but enough to, you know, social. And... Uh, Walked home alone, don't remember any of it, and then woke up under a tree. Someone actually found me at like 3 in the morning under a tree because walked home and, uh, yeah, so was under a tree and he like woke me up and a nice kid. I think I Venmoed him, in like, Venmoed him like 10 bucks. I was like, thanks oh, for getting me home. Guy. And uh, I only passed out like 10 feet from like the door to my house. So I was like, I made it a good portion, but it was like... If anyone else would have found me, that would have been probably an issue. But yeah, so it was yeah quite the experience. But yeah, they're you know everyone's got the crazy college experience. And Speaking about getting like fucked up, are you doing a sober October? No. <laughs> no. How's it going for you? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually so we planned on um, doing one night of drinking for Drew's thing on Saturday. Right. I think I'm gonna take back on that. Oh, yeah? I think I'm gonna stay. Yeah, I'm gonna stay sober. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> nah, I know. Drew's gonna try. Uh, yeah, I want to keep it going, man. I I just feel way too good. Yeah, I feel like I want to I want to carry it. I want to carry it into like where my marathon, like November twentieth. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll just like not drink yeah. for that whole mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, I, it's just like a like a mental thing. You get more me, clarity. You get more clarity when you. A hundred percent. Yeah. And again, it's fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. That's um, that was a big thing. Um. I cut back on when I started like eating right. Cause like that was just like excess on the weekends and stuff like that. Um, I think that the diet definitely helped. Um, but like, I wouldn't go out like on the weekends. Like I would maybe go out like one night, like every like two weeks or like every three weeks. And like, you can tell like, Oh, you don't go out for a week. It's almost like addictive. Cause like you wake up with like a hangover. You're like, all right, this sucks. And then like the week, like the next week, say you don't go out and like maybe like two weeks. Um, you're like, I feel great. Like you wake up Sunday, you're like energized. You're like, all right, I might go work out, but like I should probably do recovery. Um, and like, and it just carries over like into the week. Um, I think the longest I think I went before was, I think it was a month. Um, 
I signed up for my first individual competition. It was in Hillsboro, New Jersey. Um, and like, you couldn't see any of like the fellow competitors of like who was going and like the events were, this was kind of when I was like new to CrossFit. Um, the events were, they were good for me, but not great. So I was like, okay, well if there's someone there that's better than me, like there's a good chance maybe I lose. I'm not going to do well. And it was like, it was my first individual comp and I didn't have much of an expectation. So I was like, okay, like we'll see how it goes. Um, and I didn't drink for like a month or probably like three weeks before that. And like, I was like, all right, like I'm not going to drink cause this is what means the most right now. So like I held out until then and then like it all paid off and I was like, I'm so happy I didn't. It was great. Now are you like one of the best in your CrossFit gym? Um, humbly speaking. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw a couple pictures with you on a number one pedestal. I'd like to think, I'd like to think so. I mean, we, the guys I work out with, um, Love them to death. And I think that's why we're all good is because we're all, we all have the competitive edge with each other. Yeah. Um, and we do, we do really well when we do like team competitions together, but we also do really well like on our own. Um, and I'd like to think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm the best in the gym. Because there's certain workouts that I get crushed at still, and there's certain workouts where I'll just dominate people. Right. Um, but it, And that's, I, that's the versatility I love about CrossFit because – Every time you think you got one up on someone, you don't. And it's like there's always that extra um, that extra leg in a workout, that extra th thing that you, you, you think you're good at, but under fatigue, you're not. And it's just like there's always just like such a humbling part of it where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm good, right? But then there's like, okay, you hit a certain roadblock and you're like, fuck, I'm not that good. Yeah. And like that's where – it's admirable to see the guys who do it full time. They're like, well, okay, they know how to handle that. They know what they're doing. Like they handle all the roadblocks and like those workouts are like literally made to break you. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's four, four days of just gruesome workouts. And it's just like, I don't even like, I don't like the recovery. I don't even know how you can recover from that. Like, cause it's like three or four events a day. Sometimes like I know for the 2020 games, it was there are day one, they had five events. Like that's and like all those workouts are made to just be taxing, like and just like have this like onset of fatigue over the course of a day, over the course of I couldn't do those. I do like one competition. I'm down for like three days now, yeah. and it's just horrible. Um, you're so stiff, so sore in the morning. Like you don't want to do like anything. It's horrible. Do you guys ever go to other CrossFit gyms and uh, like compete against you know the other gyms? Yeah. So we. Uh, there's a few CrossFit gyms we've been at. We've been to F13, which is in Allentown, and we've been to CrossFit Lehigh Valley, which is also in Allentown. Um, we've been to, we did, uh, the ones at F13, we've only done, they've only hosted team competitions, which has been cool because I never thought, uh, I always like watch the games and stuff, and like I would only like really focus on like the individual side. I didn't really care for the team side. Not that it's not cool, I just, that wasn't like my preference at the time. <clears throat> um, but watching, the individuals do what they did on a day and I was like, oh, like I'd like to do that. But, and then like local comps, it's a lot different because not everyone offers an individual competition. So like your only chance might be a team comp. Um, so doing that forced me to work on a team. And like working on a team is nothing new, like sports my whole life. Like I've played organized sports. It's nothing like out of character. Uh, so like, but it's a lot less. It's like maybe like two people or like three people. I mean, the biggest we did was eight. And 
I was signed up for it, and then I got the flu. It wasn't even the flu. I don't know what it was, but it was, like, the most sick I think I've ever been in my life for, like, a week, and, like, I lost, like, 10 pounds, and I, like, I just had no energy. Like, I probably could have competed in it, but I don't think I, like, really would have been worth a damn. Yeah, like, horrible. Um, and so I ended up not competing in that, and we got an alternate, and our team ended up taking second. Um, and then... Our next competition F13 was also a team competition, and that was we got second. And then our third team competition F13 we took first. Um, we've done I've done a team comp out in Pittsburgh. That was over this past summer. Um, that was like there were some guys out there that were like real deal, um, and it's just cool because you go to like I mean Pittsburgh's only five hours from us, um, but you get to see just like different athletes um, and like what they bring to the table, stuff like that. And uh, we were probably the farthest traveling athletes that went out there. Um, but it was cool just to go out and see the city and just, you know, do CrossFit in the same day. It was awesome. Um, and then our two uh, individual comps. The first one was when I did in Hillsborough. That was, I don't know, a year, not a year ago. Uh, did you get humbled like your first comp? You went, you went there and you're like, oh shit, like, some people are like really like real deal i'd like to say yes but no um i won by yeah i won my first comp um yeah my first individual individual comp i went to i won um and my uh our third team comp we won and then my our second my second individual won i went in with some guys from my gym but we all competed against each other that i won um but so when we would do our team comp, we would dress as like a team. So we would wear like our gym's affiliate and like, but so I've never won a comp. I've never come in first wearing like dressed the same as like a partner or like a pair. Um, every competition. And I don't know if you know, like Matt Frazier's like mantra, like his hard work pays off. Like that's like his thing. Like he's created like a huge brand around that. Um, I liked it. And so like to start like the new year, I bought a shirt because like I'd wear it. I'm like, okay, like I wear this, like this is what it's for. Like it's going to pay off at some point. And so every time I've worn that shirt, I haven't come in second in a workout. Like, <laughs> so it's your lucky shirt. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm like, Are you, do you wash it? Did you wash it yet? <laughs> oh yeah. I've oh, you, okay. It. All right. So you're not like that. Like you yeah. can't wash it. You can't do anything. Like, from now on, like I understand the, the team identity and being a part of like something bigger than yourself, which is awesome. Um, but, like, when it comes to winning and losing, like, being serious about that, like, I don't know if I'll wear another shirt for a CrossFit competition. Well, you really don't like losing. So. No, exactly. So, it's, like, I got to be willing. I don't know. I don't it's think I'll be willing to. I know. Honest to God. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. What kind of uh, what kind of team events do you do? Um, so, usually it'll be, like, like, the, like, what the event itself is. Yeah, what kind of, like, uh, ops, like, what do you do? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So you're never going to really have the same workout. Um, I'll give you, all right. So I'll kind of do like a, sh so, all right, I'll give you like a strength based one. Um, so for a team workout, a strength based one, it's going to be like usually like a complex. A complex is when you have, it's for weight. So like you do the heaviest you can do. Um, so the most recent team complex we did was, so say for instance, it's us three, right? <clears throat> There's a nine-minute time cap, which means you have nine minutes to complete this. what's required of the workout. So the workout was three thrusters, 
at max weight, three overhead squats at max weight, and then three front squats at max weight. So how do they know what your max weight is? Uh, they lay out weights and you figure it out. It's like, so it's like comp day. It's Interesting. like, you just on the fly. You're just, yeah, wow. like, and you have like oh. a rough idea of what you can hit for those. Like yeah. Just training. Um, but then like when you get to a competition, like your adrenaline's flowing, like you, mm -hmm. I've, so it's just like an honor system at that point. Right. Oh yeah. But so, oh, I know what you mean. So there's judges. Like we get judged through like workouts and like, there's a guy standing there, like what counts, like what counts as a rep, what doesn't count as a rep. Like. For most squats, it's like breaking parallel for like, and then there's just other standards for different movements. Parallel as in 90 degrees. Below parallel. That has to break, you have to break that plane. <clears throat> um, and uh, so the guys I did it with, so my one buddy hit a, I think it was a 215 thruster for three reps. Um, and then the other guy we were with, so like you broke it up into three. So like one guy did the thrusters, one guy did the overhead squat, and one guy did the front squat. Um, and you broke it up into like your strengths. Um, but if you were like better, obviously like if you're better at one thing than the other, you're going to do that. But if you're good at everything, like you, they can kind of put you wherever. Yeah. <clears throat> so the one, our one guy did thrusters, our other guy did overhead squat. And then our over, our, I did our front squat. Um, so he hit 215 for thruster. Um, our overhead guy hit 275 for three on overhead squat. And then I hit 335 for front squats. Um, and so what they did was you had to hit three consecutive reps, and then that counted as like your weight, right? So then they added 215, 275, 335, and that was your cumulative weight. So we blew other teams out by a mile, except the one team. I've never seen someone clean and clean more in his life uh the guy next to us was built like an absolute house uh he cleaned 405 and then oh. proceeded to front squat it twice it honestly looked yeah it honestly looked like he could have put like 450 on the bar like i hit 350 or not 350 335 and that was a pr for me yeah and he's like and then he threw like 365 on and then he just like I could tell I was like, this guy's like, he, and he was huge. He had me by like probably 20, 30 pounds right. and he's just a bigger frame guy. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, when it came to the other workouts, he had no cardio. So it was like, yeah, so you can be like a dominant strength athlete. Like that's great, but that only pays dividends for one workout or like a piece of the workout. <clears throat> so, um, so that was like a strength workout. Um, a cardio workout would be, we did, <clears throat> You would have a row, so like I started, so I'll break my part down. It was a 30 calorie row, and then I had 30 heavy wall balls at 30 pounds, and that was to a 10 foot target, so. For reference, like how, for 30 calories, how long would that be for a row? Depends on what kind of rower you are. Uh, I'm, I'd like to consider myself a pretty good rower. Um, definitely I can tweak some things to be better, um, but I have a, like I'm not, bigger athletes have, a size advantage on cardio machines <clears throat> so like you don't necessarily have to be bigger but like your just range of motion is longer so biking rowing um like a skier you ever see one of those <clears throat> uh stuff like that it's just their range of motion so much longer where it's like okay so i might be getting like three quarters of their pool they're getting like that extra fourth but that's every rep they're getting that yeah. so it pays off like over the course of a workout um 30 calories roughly should take, I want to say the average rower, uh, a minute and a half. Um, and that's like straight rowing. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta be rowing at a pretty decent pace for thirty calories for a minute and a half. Um, obviously, it depends on how much like history you've had on a rower and like your experience. Um, with the rower, I finished that in like fifty eight seconds or something. Um, again, but like I'm, I'm like, I, again, I'm not even like middle of the pack. I'm like a tall CrossFit athlete and I'm only 5'11". Like a lot of the guys you see at the games, like they're 5'6", 5'7", 5'8". Yeah, so I think the tallest guy there, he's 6'2". Right? Frazier was 5'7", and he, he was a monster, like yeah. an absolute monster. Um, but so the rowing, the 30 cows took us like, trying to think, 30, 50 something? Um, it took me like 50, like roughly like a minute. Okay. And then I had 30 heavy wall balls that kind of took like a minute. So that was like two minutes. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then the guy after me had a 10 calorie row. He had three rounds of a 10 calorie row and 10, oh, what would it be? 10 ground overheads, which is, you could do it anyway. You could do it a snatch. You can do it clean and jerk, stuff like that. Um, he did a clean and jerk just cause it's like more efficient. Um, so he did three rounds of a 10 calorie row and then 10 clean and jerks, which just, it sucks. And then our final guy did three rounds of a 10 calorie row and then six bar muscle ups. So that's more of like a cardio based version. Um, team comps, a lot of the workouts are, they're like power packed into like 12 or 15 minutes. It's not like you're not going to see like a 40 minute workout. Um, those are more definitely like individual, like programming based wise. Um, and even like at like local comps, you won't see a long workout like that. I think the longest one I've done is 15 minutes. And that's, that's like just a time cap. So like it doesn't take 15 minutes. Like that's like what, if you hit that, like you're done with the workout, like that's it. Um, but yeah, they're power packed into like nine, 12 minutes and like, but they're meant to hurt. And like, cause you're breaking the work up between three people and like certain people are better at other things. Um, whereas like I'm a stronger athlete, my gymnastics, like my high volume gymnastics, it's not the best. Um, whereas like one of the guys I work out with, like if we do a partner workout, he's, he's lighter than me, but he's not as strong. So it's like, we really counter each other and like so if he needs me to pick up slack on like a strength piece i can if i need him to pick up um slack on like high volume gymnastics or like just lighter things like that benefit him he can do that so me and him work really well together how many like calories do you burn in like an average workout when you do it workout? do you know i used so i used to wear my apple watch just to like track because i was always, i was always curious um and like when i would like I guess power lift or like just kind of like traditionally lift, I would burn roughly like six to 700 for like an hour. That's a pretty good workout. Yeah. Um, but I'd be, and I don't wear, I don't wear it now just cause it would get in the way with like your wrist and like putting oh, stuff overhead. SOS, yeah. Like, yeah. So it would, um, I just took it off and I just, honestly, I really never put it back on. If I had to guess just with like the variation and the complexity of some movements, I'd probably say, and like my workouts are longer now. Um, I'd probably say roughly between eight and nine hundred calories, maybe like a session. That's killer. I say you're I say you're being generous. Yeah, I think I think you'd be a little more. I'd probably around twelve, thirteen hundred. You're a bigger guy too, so you probably burn more than like yeah. say yeah, him. Oh, yeah. I'd say close to twelve, thirteen hundred. Yeah, and I'd love to wear like uh 
I'd love to wear something that would like that doesn't get in the way and they can track. I know like Whoop does that. Is that yeah. what you're wearing? No, this is a. Um, I have a Whoop. Uh, okay. This is the uh, Aura Ring. Okay. So it's the same thing, but actually it does like temperature readings. Okay. It does everything the Whoop does, but yeah. uh, a little bit more. Okay. So you just have to buy this though okay. on its own. I think it's like three hundred bucks. You can't have it like when you hold onto a bar. The thing is, like for you, it wouldn't be that good because yeah. if you're holding on to those bars, mm -hmm. it's gonna score this, yeah. and it's not gonna it's gonna yeah. fuck it up. If you're like gym. normal lifting in the gym, probably okay, but yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful though. I've noticed like if you pick up dumbbells or any type yeah. of, you got to be careful. Yeah. And that's like a big, their whoops a huge part of the CrossFit thing. And they're um, obviously they're part of like other like lifting communities, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I started seeing that. Yep, yeah. I started seeing those too. Um, but yeah, just like the big blocky Apple thing. It's just like, it was such a pain. I was like, all right, I'm not wearing this anymore. Um but yeah, uh, I'd say, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see what I'd burn because um, that would be interesting um, just due to the variation of lifting with like combining different movements and stuff. So That would be cool, definitely. Yeah, well, you're incorporating both sides, not just strength, but yeah. it's also the cardio point too. So you're getting all of that into yeah. when you burn your calories. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Do, you, uh, do you count your calories with uh, eating? I did. Um, I... I shouldn't say, well, no, I did at one point and it was to start the new year. Um, I had the, uh, I had every, well, everything I just told you guys, that's what I ate every day. Um, yeah, I'd log it in my fitness pal. I'm like, I, I did it one day. And I'm like, I eat the same fucking thing every day. I don't need to log it. Like I know what I'm eating, like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I did at one point count them, but now, uh, and it's, I don't know. I I'm not as strict as I once was. Um, I kind of like, I go, I like to go a lot based on like feel. Like if I eat something, I'm like, all right, well, I kind of feel shitty. Like I don't really feel like I'm performing at my best. And like, maybe it's not the food. Maybe it's just like, oh, okay. Maybe I'm a little extra tired one day, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, at one point I did count calories. And like now it's just like, I don't really stray from like what I eat. So like if something, so okay, say I eat like chicken breast and then like, okay, maybe I eat like, breaded chicken like one like okay how many extra calories am i really gonna get from breaded chicken yeah is it like is it really worth the track like okay breading like so certain things like that i'll just let go like if i do like a cheat meal stuff like that like i'm fine with that because like that's usually not like it's not an everyday thing so it's not gonna cumulatively it's not gonna like build up i'm not gonna be like okay well now i'm 15 pounds heavier like shit so so we got a couple more questions then. Sure, I want to. I want to do another podcast though. Yeah. I got. I have some more questions yeah. that I, I want to get through. And plus, you're just like overall, you're just like a really interesting dude. Like yeah, just talking to talking to you. That. Absolutely. For sure. All right. Okay. So let's talk about some favorite social media accounts that you follow. So you talk about all like people that you look up to with CrossFit or any like celebrity that you like just um, that you like. Favorite social media account I follow. Um, they definitely vary, like, depending on who it is and, like, what I'm following them for. Like, obviously, all the people in CrossFit, like, I love to follow them. Just because, like, they post what they do. Um, and whether that's, like, a tip on how to do a movement better, whether it's a workout that I'd like to try one day. Um, I don't mean to cut you off. Do you, do you follow ATG? Athletic yeah. Group with Ben Patrick uh, and all that. I so on Thursdays I do his knee rehab program. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we do. See? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We love that stuff. Yeah. Tibialis raises. Yep. Polyquin step downs. Yeah. Yep. I all that. The, uh, I'm big on the reverse sled drag. Love it. 
Oh, oh yeah. They had a sled. They I had know. a sled at their gym. That's yeah. the gym I told you to go to. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's so big. I want to get one here, but they're expensive. Yeah. I'm still waiting, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do his, me and my buddy, cause we were having like, and CrossFit was like a lot of bank bending, a lot of knees, a lot of all that stuff. And I wasn't used to it for since like football. And like we did squats in football, but it wasn't to that volume. So like my knees would like ache and like my left knee, yeah, like all that stuff. Um, but I would like, we got to a point and like we were both having like, I don't know if it was like mild tendonitis or something, but it was something. And then I was like, dude, we gotta fight, like figure something out. So we, yeah. Not really swelling. It was only like pain, like when I'd squat, and it wasn't like I had like all the knee tests done. Like I never had a significant injury, like nothing along the lines of that. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just like it could be like inflammation of something in the knee. But I honestly I don't know enough about it. So I'm I was like, all right, I got to find something to like what can minimize the effects of this. Um, so me and my buddy, he found uh, Ben Patrick and all his stuff with like how he like transforms, and he's had like all those reconstructive surgeries and stuff like yeah. that. So we, every Thursday we go in and we call it kneehab and, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll do, and we'll just do stuff for our knees, shoulders, all that, all that fun stuff just to kind of keep our body healthy. Like all the little things. And you notice that like helps a lot. Yeah. That has reduced my knee pain enormously. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Like most doctors or really anyone will tell you that they'll no. say rest, ice, yeah. compression, mm -hmm. elevation, yeah. keep off of it. No, you yeah. don't want to do that. You actually want to move it. Yeah. You want to get that blood flow into there so you can actually get healing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah yeah and i didn't realize how um like linear we actually are as humans from like the ankle up mm -hmm. um until like i started like doing research and like i got into crossfit just because like there's all the health and wellness brands that surround crossfit of like okay you need not necessarily need it but like it would benefit your performance doing this so like i bought like the toe spacer things oh, right. so like for like 30 minutes a night, like I'll throw them on and like just to help like with my toes spread out and just so like I have like the full range of motion on my foot and like, no, exactly. Yeah. So, um, like just doing all that stuff, like, like little things and I'll like, I don't know if like I really do notice anything. Like I'm sure there's a small benefit to it somewhere, but I don't know. Maybe over time. Maybe, yeah. Maybe like longer over time. I've only had them for like three months so it's like okay maybe they're paying a little bit of dividends but not not that i see it right now um but yeah like all the the health and wellness that surrounds crossfit on like uh like the ice barrel guys like the sauna people like all that stuff like how that helps with like recovery and all that stuff yeah that's huge and i've been like i'd like to get a nice tub unfortunately they're 1200 fucking dollars so actually um yeah i went to a tractor supply and they just have like big uh black tubs like 80 bucks i think really plastic i just one? gotta get ice every time so i've had like ice maker ice maker would, would be, be great you can get them for like 250 bucks yeah. right like go on facebook marketplace so you can find them yeah. but uh they make the plastic you got, you got the plastic one yeah it's plastic it's, it's they pretty make, high quality though. they make i think it's aluminum ones okay. um, True. Yeah, I, I was told by the, yeah so i yeah. think maybe that would help with like keeping the ice colder yeah. for longer True. okay so yeah I, I thought about because i have like i have like a big tailgating cooler at my house i was like i could in reality like fit in that to some degree but like i don't feel like i don't feel like getting ice every time like i need an ice bath like i would do it like every day if i had like the opportunity to because like i started taking cold showers i think like a month ago and i would like i'd slowly like i'd take a hot shower then i turn like the ending cold and i'd sit there for like three minutes and then like at the and i, I eventually it progressed into like just getting into a cold shower and it's just like so like invigorating like in the morning it's like it's a different 
level it's a different type of energy i think mm -hmm. with like just feeling better and like just like what the cold does to you definitely and it's good that you do that in that order too yeah. like you do the the warm to the cold yeah. because you have to actually let your body yeah. get to natural um uh, body temperature and that's actually where you see the benefits with the with the cold showers or the yeah. cold plunges is that's where your body actually releases all of those yeah. endorphins and um cytokines which fight off you know antioxidants stuff like that all, yeah. all the benefits no, yeah, like just the, uh, so a lot of the CrossFit people, um, and then like their, their, I guess, health and wellness, whatever they post, like I just like to, I like to see that just in case I never like, okay, like, hey, maybe I struggle with this at some point in life and like, okay, well, I have a resource for that now. Um, some sports stuff. Uh, I really don't follow sports on social media a lot. Um, I'll watch like, yeah, I'll watch like, football on sunday for like an hour i don't know how about like the top three people that like inspire you the most top three people that inspire me the most um number one i'd probably say my brother um he went through a pretty rough transition with like covid and taking away football for um his he came to moravian with me um, and so he had like a year there and then like COVID shut down his season for like two years and he was like, okay, well I want to play football. So he took a leap and jumped to D1 and then he walked on, made the team and now he's been playing there. So it's like watching him go from like something smaller to something bigger and being able to do that. That's been like huge to me. And so like now when I think of that and I think of myself at a, like a hard crossroad, I'm just like, okay, well he did it. So I, I like, I use that as like motivation and like almost like as an example in leadership. Okay. He was able to do it, so I can do it. And it's not just some guy. Yeah, it's your brother. exactly. Um, as far as CrossFit, I'd say definitely Matt Frazier, just because of, like, what he, he practices, what he preaches. Um, and, like, all the podcasts he's been on, like... And he never, like, told anyone, like, his secrets to, like, training when he would train. Um, but then when he retired after, uh, like, winning, like, five consecutive titles, he would just, like... He talked about how much he had to sacrifice, and I think that takes a... To be able to want something that much like that, you almost have to be like partially like insane. Uh, yeah, and yeah, obsessed is I think almost an understatement for that because yeah. like to, you throw absolutely everything away. Like his girlfriend would cook for him, like and it was literally eat, sleep, breathe, and work out, and that would, that was it. Um, I'd say my parents just because they're a great support system. Um, they support me and my brother in like everything that we do. Um, and whether it's something new, I mean, they give us, like, the honest truth, whether it's the real deal shit and, like, stuff like that. Um, and they, you know, it's, they're always pushing us to do more and, like, okay, if you like this, sure, pursue it. Go, like, if you're going to do something, be great at it. Um, that's what my dad always says. So, and he's, like, like, work every day at it. And, like, my, like between my brother and football practice and me, like, working out every day, like, difference, but we're still working towards something we love. Um and then just my, yeah, literally. Um, and then uh, doing um, just, I'd say like my college buddies. They're like, just, they're so fun to be around. Um, they're like very supportive of like us doing stuff. And like, we're all at that point where like, yeah, we're all competitive ones in college now, but now we're all kind of growing into separate lives. Um, and we like to see each other progress in those lives. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say those are like my top four, definitely. Um, but yeah, those guys. So we're gonna end it off. We have one more question for you. Um, what is your purpose? Hopefully to, 
I mean, I, I feel like it sounds kind of cliche, but to, I want to say, oh, my purpose. Never cliche. It's, yeah, it is a tough one. I didn't really think about that. Uh, my purpose. Um, I think it's, and I think I, this is something I've learned over, uh, actually more so over like teaching, um, is to kind of maybe inspire someone to be better than they were yesterday, just because, um, the population I work with, there's a lot of, uh, I want to say diversity and there's a lot of diversity within family backgrounds and realizing the upbringing I had that everyone did not receive that. And that's something that's very humbling to, um, see and admit, um, and just telling, like showing kids and leading by example that you can do, you can change the outcome of something regardless of the environment you're in by making a choice. You're either going to put yourself in the right direction. Or you're either going to put yourself in the wrong direction. There's always, there's only two options. Um, so consistently making the right choice, consistently doing the right thing. Is it going to happen every time? Absolutely not. Um, and that's life. People make wrong choices all the time. I make wrong choices all the time. Um, but you need to know when to make the right choice and when to make the wrong choice. And if you just keep making the right choice, eventually you'll get there. So I like to demonstrate that. I like to lead by example. Um, and so hopefully to inspire someone to be better than they were yesterday and look for, I guess, a brighter future ahead of them because right now doesn't define who you are as like a person. So I guess that might be my purpose. That's awesome. I love that. I really fuck with the answer. That was great. Um, do you want to shout out anything, your Instagram, your CrossFit gym, anything like that? Uh, sure. Uh, shout out to Test Your Metal CrossFit or Test Your Metal Sports and Performance, which is also a CrossFit gym. Um, shout out to... Let's see. Shout out to the Right Now podcast. Is that right? Correct? Okay. Shout out to the Right Now podcast for having me on. Uh, this has been a blast. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see. Shout out to... What's your, what's your Instagram, uh, Instagram handle? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't even know. Let me check. Um, <laughs> that's how much I don't pay attention to Instagram and social media. Shout out to... Yeah, Tanner Bar 5. Shout out to that guy. So, <laughs> But whenever we drop this podcast, we can put all your, your social yeah, on there. Yeah, on the screen. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Fuck yeah, yeah, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Really yeah, awesome man. To talk to you guys. We'll definitely have to get together and do it again. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, we should uh, we just send a workout with it. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Do it. I'd, lo I'd love to come, like, I'd, I wouldn't be great at it. I'd love to come run, uh, unfortunately. But, and then, yeah, we should definitely do a CrossFit workout so together. So all kick each other's ass. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. It'll be like golf. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Some people are better than others. Sure. Let's do golfing. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on today. I uh, definitely a great first experience. So. Loved it. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Signing off.